Fancy Football Lord, a.k.a. Lawrence Jackson Jr. You're now listening to the Lord Don't Lose Podcast. Hey, what's happening, man? Good day, good day, folks. A lot of crazy injuries in week 14. Um, Some what I would call fantasy football fatal. Uh, Others you're going to have to monitor throughout the week. Uh, we'll get to that in a little bit. I'll also go over wherever wire pickups for this week. And uh and I'll talk a little bit about two rookies we hyped up in the offseason and uh why you shouldn't have drafted them. Um if you've been listening to this, I think you know who I'm talking about. Uh but let's get into these injuries real quick. Uh crazy stuff. Uh uh first let's talk quarterbacks. We had Pat Mahomes, Jameis Winston, who both uh injured their hands. In uh during their respective games, uh both played through the injuries, both got the wins in, in their respective matchups. Uh, now, a, as I'm seeing and as I'm reading up on it as of right now, it looks like both should be good to go. You just got to make sure that uh, you, you want to know the severity of the injuries. But the fact that they was both able to finish the game, it looks promising. Uh, Lamar Jackson popped up on the injury injury report with a uh, a thigh injury. I think it's uh, uh, something sort of a bruise, not a strained muscle. Strained muscle would be something you would uh, wor- be worrying about a little more uh, if that's what it was. Uh, on the other front with the uh, running backs, you got Rashad Penny, who was starting to cut into Chris, Carton's, Chris Carson's touches. Uh, he suffered a significant ACL sprain. He will be done for the rest of this regular season at least. Uh, so if you're a Chris Carson owner, uh, he, he'll he be going back to uh, bell cow workload. And even when Penny was cutting into his touches, he's still pretty solid, Chris Carson was. Uh, you, got, uh, you had Derrick Henry going to the locker room early. Before the half uh, in his game versus the uh, Raiders, he played through the injury. So when you got a hamstring injury, that's a positive sign that he because if your hamstring is is gone, you ain't playing. So uh, just something you want to monitor throughout the week because the hamstrings can be tricky. Uh, Darius Geis went out with the uh, MCL sprain. Poor guy just can't uh can't catch no break, man. Uh he he'll he'll he's definitely out for week fifteen, probably the rest of the regular season. Uh Washington Redskins got nothing to play for, and if this is they running back of the future, they'll shove him. Adrian Peterson gets a boost. Uh he'll go back to full workload. <clears throat> uh so that'll be something to look out for there. Bo Scarborough. Injured his ribs. He's already said he should be fine for week 15. However, look for the return of Kieran Johnson uh, soon. Uh, not week 15, but week 16, he could return to uh, play uh, the end of the season. So that's something to keep an eye out for. Uh, Bilal Powell, who uh, left Sunday's game uh, after replacing Le'Veon Bell, um Many people uh, figured, hey, I got Le'Veon Bell. Let me go and put Bilal Powell in it. Boom. 
he gone, just like that. That's uh, not, not nothing big fantasy wise, but you know, Bell should come back this week. Uh, now, probably the two most brutal injuries for your fantasy football lineup this weekend was uh, Mike Evans, who suffered a significant hamstring injury. Uh, coach uh, Bucks coach Bruce Arians said he doesn't anticipate uh, Evans returning for the rest of the season. Obviously, uh, Bucks out of playoff contention. Uh, Mike Evans scored on a 61-yard touchdown, uh, left right after, and uh, so that's unfortunate for him. First off, and especially for fantasy owners, uh, as far as that goes, Chris Godwin uh, he'll get a bump. Not that he needed one. Uh, if you're looking for some type of desperate replacement, Bashad Perryman could. Uh, presumably step into that number two wide receiver role but i'd also slightly look at oj howard as well uh another big loss in fantasy for the rest of the season calvin ridley who uh left with a core injury uh i believe it's a sports hernia something that i'll have to get a uh, surgery on soon uh calvin ridley was coming on extremely strong in uh, the recent weeks, even this game, he left the game with five catches for 76 yards in a TD. Uh, he will surely be missed. Uh, this gives a, a small bump to Julio Jones and Austin Hooper. However, I, I think this will give defenses a chance to focus on Julio Jones even more. So now that Calvin really is out, uh, backup Falcons receivers Russell Gage and uh, Olamade Zacchaeus, hope I said that right, Falcons fan, but he knew though, so don't judge me, I mean, I, uh, Zacchaeus caught a 93-yard touchdown, uh, pass, so I, I would kind of be looking more for Russell Gage when Julio Jones missed the game in, uh, week 13, uh, on the Thanksgiving game, Russell Gage stepped up and, uh, scored a touchdown, I would favor uh, Russell Gage over uh, Zacchaeus. <clears throat> DJ Chart, also another receiver, left the uh, left the game with a walking boot. Jags, another team who don't got much to play for. Chark's had an amazing breakout season. Um, this is an injury you just had to to uh watch for throughout the week but the fact that he was in the walking boot it don't look pretty Devontae parker another guy who been coming on strong the past several weeks is in the concussion protocol um i, I think a lot will be said uh wednesday or thursday about uh his progression or lack thereof that should uh tell you uh his status coming up for week 15 uh, as, as far as his backup receivers, uh, I mean, Albert Wilson also went out with an injury, so he's also been hurt. So uh, I, I wouldn't go picking up any Dolphins receivers, even if Devontae Parker should miss. Uh, Mark Andrews uh, left with a knee injury. They said it wasn't serious, but the Ravens, along with Mark ja uh Mark Jackson, Mark Jackson, a retired NBA player. Along with Lamar Jackson, the Ravens are on a short week with a extremely great matchup at home 
versus the Jets. I, I, I feel like this is a, a, a matchup for Andrews and Jackson to just go off on. They've been playing some tough defenses the past couple of weeks in the Bills and the Niners, and this is a, this would be a dream matchup if you could get Jackson and uh, Mark Andrews back in the fold. Jared Cook was exploding in the game versus uh, the 49ers before he was uh, cold cocked on his uh, second touchdown catch. He'll have to clear the concussion protocol. Uh, Josh Hill could be a sneaky pick. He could be a sneaky pick uh, if you're if if you're desperate for a tight end in your semifinal or uh, championship weeks. So uh, those are those are those are the big injuries uh, that happen, and it happens at a brutal time in fantasy. Um, it, it it sucks, but it's part of the game. Uh, I had Devontae Parker in, in a league, and I ended up uh, losing a two-week game. So I still got a shot, but I'm down by 30 points. Uh, so I, I now have to win the game by 31 or more points in week two. You know how you know how it go when you play uh, a two-week uh, round in the playoffs. So so, so it, it's it's there to prevent flukes from happening. And in this league where I was the number one seed, 10-3, and three, I lose Devontae Parker. The other guy team blow up. He talking trash now. Oh, y'all team was all hype. Boy, didn't say nothing all season. But anyway, like I was saying, uh, injuries part of the game. An, un- an unfortunate part of the game that we all uh, got to live through. But that's what it's about, uh, man, making adjustments. Uh making adjustments, setting your lineup, and playing waiver wire pickups for this week. Ryan Tannehill is still amazingly only owned in uh, 37% of ESPN leagues. He's been absolutely balling. He's got a matchup this week against the Houston Texans defense who just got lit up by Drew. Got it on lock. <laughs> That's who lit him up, baby. He been balling too his first couple games. So Drew Locke been light. He he just lit up the Houston Texas secondary. Um, Ryan Tannehill should do the same. Zach Pascal still only only owned in uh, 29% of ESPN leagues. Uh, he had another good game. Five catches, 74 yards in the TD. Uh, T.Y. doesn't look like he's coming back anytime soon uh so that's the number one receiver moving forward speaking of tanny hill the new ab has arrived aj brown rookie uh only owned in 30 percent of espn fantasy leagues he went off in pretty much the first half of the game against the raiders it was it, it began to be a blowout so he didn't do much the second half but he ended his game versus the raiders with five catcher for 153 two tubs which included <clears throat> a 91 yard touchdown <coughs> sorry uh so i mean that chemistry and rapport that those two have is looking amazing uh so i will look for for that there uh raheem oster i think people was uh i, I think people were scared to add him after this game versus the Ravens, because you figure, ah, the Niners, running back situation, 
Listen, me personally, I ain't finna start no 49er because I ain't ready for that disappointment after all these points most have been putting up. However, the real the reality of it is he looks by far, in a way, the best running back the San Francisco 49ers got. Still owned in only 24% of ESPN Fantasy Leagues. Uh, Tyler Higby, tight end for the Rams. Still only owned in 11% of ESPN leagues. And, hell, he's got two straight 100-yard games. I've been starting them in those two games, and it's been a boost for me. I've been able to advance. As long as Gerald Everett is out, Higby's the guy, and golf is looking for him often. Uh, Gerald Everett didn't practice all last week, not even in a limited fashion. So keep a lookout for that, man. Uh, despite the fact Noah Fant left with an injury, he had a productive day with uh, Drew Locke at quarterback. Uh, monitor that injury, but pick him up as well. You got Cole Beasley and Anthony Miller, who's from the Chicago Bears, owned in 30% and 18% of their leagues, respectively. Uh, those are some of the guys who you should be looking towards uh, uh, helping you. Uh, <clears throat> with these injuries at receiver, these are guys that could possibly help uh, cushion the blow. If Eli continues to start at quarterback, I like Saquon this week versus Miami. Uh, obviously, you're not picking him up on the waiver wire, but I'm just saying. Uh, dump off, dump off. Didn't happen this game. Don't know why. L- like Slayton going forward as well. Um, so those guys are your, uh, waiver pickups. Good luck with that, man. It, it, it was a brutal week for injuries, especially at the wide receiver position. So those are just a couple of guys to help you get through. All right, so let me be the first to say that, right? When it comes to football, when it comes to fantasy football, right? I love me a nice, good, bold prediction. Right. Uh, uh, I like a nice, bold prediction. Now, there's a difference between having a bold prediction that makes a little sense and then just talking about the side of your net. Right. I love a nice, good, bold prediction because I mean, like, if you hit on it, it's great. Right. That's the part I look at. If you miss it, but it has some logic to it, it's not that bad. What I got an issue with is, right, it's just coming way off the handle, talking about something crazy just so you sound different. Making a hot take just so you sound different, just so you sound uh, out of the norm. You want to be unorthodox. You want to be cool. Like, you reaching. You're trying too hard. Like... A bold prediction is cool, but trying it just so you, you know, just so you could be the first one or the only one, like, man, that's silly. I'll give you an example of two bold predictions I made this year. I said, and I'll say one good, one bad. The good one clearly was I said Dalvin Cook would be top two. PPR running backs of fantasy football. He's currently number two as it stands in week 15. So I like to think that no matter what happens, 
in in the next few weeks. I, I got that. Like he's actually number two right now, and nobody else predicted that but me. However, I had some things that I saw. There were some facts that happened on the football field that led me to make this bold prediction, right? When he played, he was amazing. I saw that the only thing that was keeping Dalvin Cook from being great was injuries, right? So when I said he was number two, people said, you crazy, right? But nah, not really. Because when he was playing, he was good, good to go. Now, uh, a bold prediction I made this year that I did not hit on, right? Julio Jones, number one number one wide receiver PPR. Now, hell, he, he was top seven for about the first 10, 11 weeks. So I had a shot, right? A real shot. I said he'd get at least 12 touchdowns this year. He's got four. And all four of them came in the first three games. So it looked good at first. But why did I say that? Because he's only had... One double-digit touchdown season, right? And it came when Dirk Cutter was the offensive coordinator. So why would I not say uh, he could be the number one receiver in PPR when he averaged 10, uh, 10 targets a game the last time he was up under Dirk Cutter? I, I wasn't just talking out the side of my neck because I wanted to be the first one to say Julio did this or Dalvin did that. Or, nah, man. I looked at what happened. And I looked at what could possibly happen. Now, crazy things happen in football all the time that no one sees coming, right? But some things are just downright ridiculous, right? And I try to tell people throughout this whole offseason. So now, that brings me to this point. First off, I'm extremely happy. For these two guys right here, Ty Gurley and LaShawn McCoy. Why? Because all people did this offseason was, like Ty Gurley said in the offseason, y'all need to quit putting bad energy on my knee. And and that's all people did in the offseason. That's all these people did. Oh, I don't know if he can do it. Now I get it. There's concern when you hear the word arthritis, right? Arthritis don't get better. But man, like. Do had a whole offseason. The Rams managed this well, right? And if you didn't notice, the Rams been winning the past few weeks. They gotten their offense back in order. You know why? Because they started feeding Todd Gurley again, right? That's just a fact. Um, LaShawn McCoy gets cut by the Bills. Oh, he's done. He's done. He's old. He can't. <laughs> leading the Chiefs, all Chiefs running backs, leading all Chiefs running backs in, in, in rushing and receiving yards. Easy. He's been the most available Chiefs running back, right? Chiefs aren't a good running team. Nah, LaShawn McCoy is not going crazy this year, nor is Ty Gurley, right? Ty Gurley getting in the end zone, but they're – you know, they're leading their backfields. And, and, and I say that to say this. In the offseason, somewhere, somewhere out of space, somebody said once Daryl Henderson got drafted in the third round, he was going to take over for Todd Gurley. 
somebody said once Darwin Thompson was once he was drafted, he he'd eventually take over the Chiefs uh backfield. Well guess what? We in week fifteen and ain't now one of those happen. Now I'm not saying if you drafted either two of these players that your team is com- your team was completely ruined. Like you took them in the later rounds, right? So it, it it wasn't an awful pick. Like you didn't lose anything, but the hype that these two was coming in with was ridiculous. Like why? Like oh man, Daryl Henderson uh picked in the third round. Like I I figured that like because he was drafted in the third round. He was going to take over Todd Gurley, a guy who was in the MVP running the previous two seasons. Like, did y'all forget who he was playing behind? Did you forget that they signed Michael, Malcolm Brown? I'm not going to go over some of this stuff again because I've been doing it all offseason. I told you, should Todd Gurley miss time, Malcolm Brown will be the next guy in line. Todd Gurley's missed one game this season, and they gave Daryl Henderson Six carries. Six carries. People thought this guy was going to run for a thousand. Now, maybe in the future, maybe in the future, people just be wanting to jump on something so quick. Like, you see a rookie running back. Oh, man, he going to do this. He going to do that. We get too excited about these rookies and they they possible roles. Last season, same deal. Or Ronald Jones. Just get, give guys a year or two first, man. We get too excited over rookies. Meanwhile, nobody was talking about uh the other running back from Memphis who actually backed up Daryl Henderson, Tony Pollard, who has outrushed Daryl Henderson to this point and who has outreceived Daryl Henderson to this point. And Tony Paws behind a guy who has more fantasy value than Todd Gurley and Ezekiel Elliott. All right. Daryl Henderson's not even the second leading running back on the team. 37 carries, 140 yards, 3.8 yards a carry. That's boo-boo. Uh, and four catches for 37 yards. Now, I told y'all in the in the preseason, like, I'm not saying he a bad player. But, bruh, they not finna just hand him the keys like that. Daryl Williams for the Chiefs goes down, out for the season. Damian Williams, out again. This could be Darwin Thompson's shot. This could be it. Oh, you would think, right? Not so fast. They sign Spencer Ware. He gets a week of practice. And out snaps every Chiefs running back. All right? McCoy versus the Patriots. 11 carries, 39 yards, 22 snaps. Spencer Ware, 5 carries, 11 yards, 28 snaps. Darwin Thompson, 4 carries, 7 yards, 18 snaps. With two running backs already hurt. Guys. Guys, man. We got to pump the brakes on rookies. They didn't come in here like Saquon Barkley, bruh. Those guys are different. 
Darwin Thompson is 5'8", 200 pounds. Same thing for Daryl Henderson. You got to be special, special to get that full workload. And maybe that comes with time. Uh, Ray Rice and Maurice Jones Drew, two guys of similar stature, didn't. They weren't bell cows day one. Y'all got to start giving these rookie running backs times. And if you've listened to this podcast, you didn't waste that draft pick. Again, your season was not over if you drafted Daryl Henderson or Darwin Thompson. I'm simply saying the hype that a lot of people built up for these two players. Vroom, vroom. A lot of hype that that, that was built up. For these two players was just simply false. Y'all hopped on a wagon that somebody started it. I don't even know who started it. But Daryl Henderson, Darwin Thompson. Like, you knew when McCoy left the Bills, Devin Singletary was going to eat. This is why. All he had to compete with was with an aging veteran running back, right? Todd Gurley's 24, 25 years old. LaShawn McCoy, Damian Williams, 27, 31. Two different scenarios, but y'all drank that Kool-Aid, and now you look silly. Because Todd Gurley is, people complained about Todd Gurley missing the fantasy playoffs last year. But now he's here. He's scoring and he's stiff arming folks to the ground. And now he got Dallas coming up. So those who got him and they made it this far, congrats. You should have him in the right handcuff, Malcolm Brown. Darwin Thompson. Somebody asked me this weekend, somebody in my chat. Say, uh, should I flex LaShawn McCoy or Darwin Thompson? LaShawn McCoy, he's going to get more touches. He's going to play more. Now, Darwin Thompson did have four catches for 36 yards. I won't take that away from him. That, that was extremely valuable in, in full PPR leagues. But, guys, that's... I, I, I just wish more people listened to this podcast, man, because... I'm not out here making bold predictions to sound cool. I'm not making no bold predictions to to sound different or sound unorthodox or to be the first one to say something. I'm going to look at some facts. I'm going to mix that up with with how I feel, right, what I've seen, what has happened, and I'm going to come up with a conclusion. I'm not out here just talking out the side of my neck saying that's some rookie who's playing behind an all-pro running back, going to all of a sudden uh, take his spot. No, nah, that ain't how we work here at Fantasy Football or Enterprises, dog. Stick with me, man. This the playoffs. I got you. Week 15, and you st- if you're still in it, baby, good luck. Lord, don't lose them out.